Hey, beautiful souls, it's Mickey Sachiko. There's no one-size-fits-all approach to wellness. That's why there's this podcast, so we can all explore different lessons and find out what may work for you and maybe your loved ones too. And we call this Wellnessable, or wellness is possible. I mean, anything is possible if we put in the work. So enough about the intro and let's learn together. Hi, it's Mickey. You know, there has been so much fear, complexity, and change to all of us for the past couple of years. And if you'll think about it, what an emotional roller coaster, right? So whether you're a nine-to-five employee who's trying to beat burnout, or maybe a freelancer who is scared and stressed out, or perhaps a parent who's overwhelmed and exhausted. Or perhaps you're a leader who's trying to find new ways to thrive for your business or maybe for your work. Working in our emotional muscles is more important than ever. But healthy emotions doesn't mean happy emotions 24-7. So today, let's talk about emotional agility and how it can help for personal and professional growth. Psychologist Susan David described emotional agility as the ability to be with yourself in a way that is courageous, curious, and compassionate. And according to different data that we pulled up, that's from PSA, the Philippine Statistic Office, World Health Organization, um, Gallup, and so many other studies in the past couple of years, we've seen that there's a common denominator. There's definitely an increase of people experiencing stress, anxiety, and other mental health-related and emotional health-related problems. Now, if we wanted to deal with the anxiety and overwhelming task at work, we have to also consider the other personal aspects, right? Because they're integrated. Unless you have effective tools for maintaining your resilience and pushing ahead, it will be a difficult task for us to be able to navigate this new all atmosphere that we're all in. And it's generally understood that, you know, if you want to be resilient, if you want to be thriving, if you want professional or personal growth, we have to be incorporating mindset, physical health, and mental health, right? That's given. But one area that is largely neglected is the emotional aspect. Like people, or most people, are still living under the outdated premise, which goes like this. Don't bring your emotions to work or don't show your, your vulner, vulnerabilities, which has led to some business cultures not having effective strategies or, or initiatives to deal with their employees' emotional challenges. And this is not good for the company's bottom line, as well as the, the life of their employees. As a matter of fact, this can actually cause even more emotional problems. Now, emotional agility allows us to be more self-aware. This is why I really think it's critical for that to be discussed if you are trying to work on your personal as well as professional life. Now, when you're emotionally agile, you are looking to your truer self. And what's great about it is that it helps you adopt to healthy behaviors easier when you are emotionally agile. You're more confident, you're more enthusiastic, 
which obviously is a prerequisite for a thriving workplace and personal life. And it's actually more than that. There are tons of benefits and practical, practical ways for us to apply emotional agility, which is something we'll talk about in a bit. But before we move on to this quick thank you to Skin Drip Clinic for sponsoring this episode. They bring beauty and health in so many ways. And I know that beauty and health means different to everyone. So I recommend that you check out their website for the different services that you think is something that you need. One thing that I recommend is they have vanity clinics or vans to visit you in your office or home so you don't have to go out. And they have different drips. My personal favorite is Myers Cocktail Therapy because it naturally helps you with your energy levels, it boosts your immunity and even fights inflammation. And did you know that Myers cocktail drips are made by world-renowned doctors and only sold to doctors worldwide? And at Skin Drip Clinic, their services are administered by a doctor. So you're 100% sure of its quality and that it is safe. So if you want to check them out, you can book a van to visit you or you know you can drop by at Sweet 1210 Centuria Medical in Makati City. But if you're into skincare or facials, I highly recommend the Micro Needling because I love it. It's good for having radiant and clearer skin. Um, they also have other options for signature facials there so that will definitely surprise you in a nice way. So uh, check out skindripclinic.com. That's skindripclinic.com or look them up on Facebook. That's skindripclinic. Now, going back to our topic, emotional agility is critical for your work, life, and, you know, pretty much in your relationship, personal life. Now, there are many benefits. Let's categorize that into two benefits for your work, for your business, and benefits for your personal life. Emotional agility is essential to create a workplace culture that will help employees with being able to practice work-life balance or work-life integration. It helps the employees with their problem-solving skills. And employees who are emotionally agile foster open communication and growth mindset. So that means it helps the community or the company attract better talents. And obviously that promotes stronger organizational culture. Now, for personal benefits, it helps the person identify emotional problems and issues. Obviously, if you're emotionally agile, you're more aware of not just the positive emotions, but even the negative ones. So you're able to access solutions better for for your growth. And what's interesting is that an article that I read is when you're emotionally agile, it encourages playfulness, which is something that I think we all need, especially during these stressful times, right? So those are just some of the work benefits as well as personal benefits. I think the most important thing right now that we need to talk about is how can we practically apply this in our lives? How can we be emotionally agile? And I'm sure there are so many ways out there. Personally, I've seen so many tips and tricks about this, but this one that I'm going to share with you is something that really resonates to me. And it's something that I truly, truly believe in. And this is according to this the psychologist, Susan David, you can look her up. And she said that there are three things that we have to consider for us to be emotionally agile. 
And number one is acceptance. Okay, please tell me if you agree on this or not. But sometimes when we feel a not so positive emotion, we fight it and suppress it. And apparently that is wrong. You see, emotional agility starts with recognizing that you are not your feelings. Therefore, it is totally okay to feel not so positive emotions. And I get that, yes, you know, at Will Nassau, we promote optimism and the power of being positive. But disclaimer, we also make sure that we inform you that it is totally okay to not be okay sometimes. So we have to find a way to label our emotions or our feelings because that empowers us to accept what you're feeling. You see, like, for example, if you're feeling sad, most of us would feel or most of us would say, I am sad. And the problem with that statement is that you're identifying that feeling as your identity because you're saying, I am sad. Instead, according to psychologists, you have to phrase it or rephrase it into, I am feeling sad because you are not your feelings. And like the weather, our emotions are fleeting, natural and temporary energies that move through us, arising when necessary and leaving just as effortlessly if we can allow them to. So in short, emotions have transcend nature. Lots of books and research echo this. Kumbaga, ikaw yung langit. At yung mga nararamdaman mo o yung mga emosyon mo, yun yung ulap. Lumulipas sila, umaalis sila, kaya tem- temporary lang sila. Hindi ikaw yung ulap. Mas malaki ka doon kasi ikaw yung langit. At ang mga nararamdaman mo, it represents yung mga clouds. And I really think that practicing mindfulness is critical for it because it allows you to label precisely what you're feeling and therefore it can lead to accepting it. So that's number one thing, acceptance. The second thing about emotional agility is compassion. Now, when we're noticing our emotions, we have to show compassion. I honestly kind of guilty of this. Like I would show compassion to others, but sometimes I'd be self-critical and not show compassion to what I I'm trying to do or certain mistakes that I did. So I've learned that there are a couple of hacks that I will share with you guys about how can we apply compassion. So imagine you have a best friend and feeling, and that your best friend's feeling down because of uh, multiple problems. What would you say to her or to him? Obviously you would say supportive, kind, loving words because you care for that person. Similarly, if you're going through a lot and suddenly, which is natural, I guess, to some, self-criticism mode is turned on, right? We're, we're beating ourselves up. Oh, I made this mistake. Oh, I am a loser or, or saying things that are not so loving and supporting. So it's important that we show compassion to ourselves and be more empathic to ourselves and show show that same understanding that we show to others. And there's another self-compassion hack by Jen Sincero and that goes like this. It's, It's saying a phrase to yourself, I'm just a little buddy. I'm just a little bunny doing my best. 
again, I'm just a little bunny doing my best. So I know it sounds funny, cheesy, ridiculous, but try it next time because it helps you turn off your self-criticism mode and just see yourself as just a little cute bunny who fails, but yes, you're still trying your best. You're getting up every morning. No matter, you know, even though it's difficult times here, you're showing up every day. It helps you at the same time access humor and playfulness, which is something that can combat self-criticism mode. So yeah, let's show compassion, not just to others, but to ourselves as well. And when you do that, when you're labeling your emotions accurately, you're showing compassion to yourself. It's easier for you to go on with your day-to-day life. Now, you might be curious, okay, what's the third and final thing? Well, the next and last step for emotional agility is to get curious in order to better understand how your emotion is pointing to your values. David says that the majority of difficult emotions are actually signposts to things that we care about the most. So it's like that big billboard. When you feel an emotion, it's a huge billboard that's telling you something. Like for example, if you are suddenly have been made aware that there's there's lots of like certain crime around your area and you f- it, it fills you with so much rage. So that rage might be a signpost that you value peace, you value human rights. If you feel, another example, if you feel guilt as a, as a parent, it might be a signpost that you value connectedness and presence to your kids. If you feel boredom, it can be a signpost that you value learning and constantly growing. So difficult emotions are telling you something important about your values. And if you take time to get curious, you will receive powerful insights into what matters to you the most. So how can we apply this? The next time that we feel a negative emotion, try to ask yourself, hmm, what is this negative emotion trying to tell me that is important to me right now? So we have to give ourselves that license to experience and be able to express wider spectrums of emotions, including especially those labeled as negative. Yes, again, being optimistic is super critical, but at the same time, it doesn't mean that we're going to ignore and just shrug off all those negative emotions and suppress them and not express them. Because a truly human workplace is not the ones that makes us happy all the time, but a workplace that allows us to be feeling what we truly feel. And at the same time, a truly healthy personal life is not the one where you're scared to express your true emotions, but having that safety space or safe space when you can express them and be able to show them without guilt and burden. And after recognizing it, you know that you'll have to let them go at some point. Uh, There's this interesting discovery that I was reading through all these human resources articles. And believe it or not, but there are certain institutions wherein they actually have this thing called Rage Room, 
wherein employees are invited to write grievances and difficult emotions they had during the pandemic on plates. So they write them down on the plates and then get this, they smash them up against the wall. <laughs> Similar to, you know, metal burning ceremony, right? Where people write down in the paper things that they want to let go. Um, most of the times there are negative and then they burn it. So it's like that ritual for you to let go of something. And I know those examples are not applicable to all of us personally and professionally. But the point is there are many tools and ways for us to unlock emotional agility. There are practical ways as well that we can just easily apply right now, just how we talk to ourselves or inner monologue and the questions we ask ourselves every day can have a huge impact to our emotional health. But just please remember that emotional agility is not about being emotionless. Because in order for us to be emotionally agile, we must be able to feel our emotions to completion. You know what they say, like, feel the feels, feel the feels, feel the feels, and then let go. We don't have to get stuck with it, or we don't have to be defeated by a negative emotion. So it's important that hopefully you can learn from those three things. If you're curious how a wellness workshop can help your team or you personally, or your group rather, on how you can create an, a more emotionally agile, a healthier team, you can definitely get in touch with Wellnessable for that. But that is it for now until our next episode. Stay safe and stay healthy. Bye. Thank you for listening. Stay strong, stay healthy. And please share this episode to your loved ones and friends and check the links in the show notes or description of this episode. Remember, wellness is possible. Wellnessable. Wellnessable.